Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head football coach uh, Matt Desimo of Caltechai. Uh, of course, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from 6 o'clock, a little after 6, until 6.45 to the end of this football season. Then every other, every other week, beginning in January to the end of the school year, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, a Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf America, uh, Gulf uh, Marine, excuse me, uh, Action Specialties, HMC uh, Farms, uh, Dr. Rosenzweig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso Investment Group. We're here at the studios of Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240, and at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. You can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com or simply sign up for Simple Radio, negotiate through the app, and listen to Kane Radio. You can now listen to Kane Radio on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say, Alexa, play Kane 1240, and it will. Meanwhile, Coach uh, Catholic High, big win last Friday night against uh, District Foe, the Franklin Hornets. And, Coach, uh, to be very candid, uh, this was a very talented team. You were able to get a lot of younger, younger players into the game after CHS built up a comfortable halftime lead of 34-6. to And if you can give our listeners a synopsis of what took place last Friday night, we'll go from there. Yeah, you know, I was very pleased with the way our kids played on Friday. Um, they came out with great energy and executed really well. Um, you know, obviously Franklin made some mistakes and helped us out, you know, in special teams and, and dropping some passes. But like I said, overall, I was very, very pleased with the way our kids came out and played. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take I'll take a win any way we can take it. But, um, you know, I wasn't expecting the game to go the way it did for us to, you know, to, to win that comfortably. Um, but, no, yeah, we came out. <clears throat> we, we received the opening kickoff. We had a pretty good return to start it off. Um, and then we, you know, we picked up a couple first downs and we ended up to end up having to punt the ball away so you know one of our goal one of our team goals try to score that opening drive so we're a little disappointed in that um but you know we punted the ball away and our defense came out and played lights out um shut them down three and out uh they they went to punt the ball we put some pressure on them um their punter didn't get didn't get a very good punt off um i don't think we actually tipped it but i know the pressure um forced a bad punt and and honestly it chris chris green ended up recovering the the, the punt for about a one yard punt um, so, you know, offensively, we had a very, very short field. Um, we go down, you know, took a couple plays. Javon Brown went out for a six-yard rush touchdown um, to start off the scoring, and Bennett Boudreaux was, was clutch all night on PATs. You know, he was 100%. He made the first PAT, um, you know, and, and it happened pretty quick. Like I said, we, we got a couple first downs that first drive. We punted it away. Our defense got a quick three and out, and then we go ahead and score probably the second or third play after that. Um, then we go back to kick it off. Uh, Bennett Boudreaux, this is the first week he did the actual kickoff duties. Um, you know, he's been a little banged up. So, so now he's, you know, he's pretty much full health. So, we're, you know, we put him back there. 
Um, he started off with his first kickoff as a, a touchback, which is nice, especially against a team like, sure. like Franklin, who has some, some dangerous athletes back there. Um, once again, I mean, our defense, like I said, played lights out. I think we, we had another three and out real quick. Um, then we get the ball. We go down drive. Luke gets his first touchdown pass. Jaden Mitchell, 11 yard, 11 yard touchdown pass. And like I said, once again, Bennett made the PAT, um, kicked the ball off again. I think our defense gets another three and out. I think we start off with three, three and outs in a row, something, something close to that for sure. Um, then we get another, another quick touchdown. Um, Luke throws a pass to Gavin Roy for a five yard touchdown pass. Uh, and this is all still in the first quarter. Yeah, and with that, too, uh, of course, uh, immediately you kick off to uh, the Franklin Hornets, and they return a kick uh, 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 out to, uh, I guess, the 23-yard line somewhere in there. And the next player was it the following play, maybe. Uh, they throw a 77-yard touchdown pass, and you can see the explosiveness of this team as the receiver took the ball, headed down the uh, east sideline, and uh, – was pretty much untouched as he scurried into the end zone. And uh, all of a sudden, it's a 21-6 game, and uh, they're lining up to go for two. Yep, they always go for two. Um, I think they only kicked one PAT all year that I saw on film. You know, we had, we had about four films on them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was, that was a, I don't know the kid's name, but number two, he's supposedly a UTSA commit. He is. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a good player. Uh, but, no, I mean, we, you know, it was a blown coverage. Our guys, we had guys around him. It was a scramble drill. We didn't stay in man coverage. Um, and we missed a couple tackles, you know, we, we should have made the tackle catch tackle right then and there. Um, but you know, that that's part of it when you're playing against teams like that, that have some, some special players, uh, you know, things are going to go their way every now and then. Um, you know, like you said, though, then they lined up for the two point conversion and, uh, Layden Mitchell made a phenomenal play breaking up that pass. Um, he did. It, was, it was like a quick out in the end zone. He broke on it. He laid out, um, <clears throat> knocked the ball away. Uh, which was, like I said, a phenomenal play right there by by a, a sophomore cornerback who's going to be a really, really good player in the next couple of years for us. Yeah, and with that, too, uh, of course, yeah, uh, people saw the explosiveness of the Franklin team. I mean, uh, a lot of quality athletes, but uh, Caltech High ended up, I can't remember if they went on uh, receiving the kickoff, if y'all went down and scored on that particular drive to make it 28-6 to at that time. I think we were in the second quarter by then. Uh, if my memory serves me correctly, uh, in the broadcast of that night, uh, th- uh, you know, with uh, against Franklin, a Thursday night game, and uh, just uh, uh, the Catholic High defense, like I said, uh, played really, uh, really a great game too. Uh, uh, just watching their gaps and keeping them in control, and uh, with the Franklin team, and uh, they had a that of course initially in the game, boy, they their pass rush was just uh, giving Luke. Landry, a tough time getting back there to throw the football too. Their pass rush uh, initially well, was really strong. Well, you know they load the box. They they'll bring five, six, seven guys all the time. So you know that was kind of one of the things we knew was coming. Um, you know that's why we kind of started off with a, little, a couple screens here and there. Um, but going back to what you were saying, we didn't actually score the next that first offensive series in the second quarter. We ended up putting the ball away. Um, and speaking of punting, Joe LeBlanc had a, a great game. Uh, I think he pinned them inside the 10-yard line three different times. That's correct. Um, and, the, and the specific one I'm talking about, he pinned them inside the six-yard line, um, which had them backed up. And like I said, once again, our defense came out, came out, shut them down. Um, they punted the ball away. It wasn't a great punt. And I think three plays later, uh, Javon got his second rushing touchdown, uh, five-yard touchdown um, in the second quarter, start our scoring in the second quarter. Um, and, I mean, it kind of things just kind of kept going the way they were. Um, Luke ends up throwing another, pass, another touchdown pass to Jaden later in the second quarter for a 10-yard touchdown pass. Um, and like I said, Bennett Boudreaux made every PAT all night. Um, he was 100%. 
and that kind of ended the second quarter. We went to it at halftime, up um, 35 to six. Um, came out second quarter. We we received the uh, opening kickoff of the second. I mean, sorry, third quarter. We kicked it off. Sorry, we kicked it off. Yes. Um, you know, once again, our defense. Yeah, because they won the toss and de- and deferred. If, yes. If my memory serves me. Correctly. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I knew they wanted to defer and we wanted the ball. So okay. So going into it, we knew we were getting the ball to start it off. That's what the <laughs> official said. Um, so. But, uh, you know, third quarter, kind of the same thing. Uh, Javon had, a, you know, kept kept rushing the ball. You know, it, it was nice having him back there, a big, big, strong back. You know, it really wasn't – it wasn't Marcus's night. Um, yeah, you know, he playing had against – But, but uh, Brown had a big night running absolutely. the ball for you. I mean, they, they had people bouncing off of yep. him uh, during the course of the night when he would run off tackle uh, or even off guard. Uh, just a, a great uh, night for him. And, you know, he'd missed, what, the first three games, four games during the course three of the year? Three or four games, yep. Um, yeah, and uh, to great to have a big running back like I that. I think week five, there. week five, Eunice was his first week back. Yep, so he yeah. missed the first four games. Um, but, yeah, it was, you know, especially playing a team like that who packs the box with seven guys in the box all the time. Um, you know, Marcus is, is a really good running back, but, you know, you, you, you can't coach, you can't teach 245. Yeah, you're um, right. So that makes a huge difference, you know, especially in a game like that to where you do you do need a big power back in there. Um, so, like I said, he goes down, scores another touchdown. I think he had three rushing touchdowns in the game. Um, and then our final score comes a little bit later off of a punt return. Jaden Mitchell had a 49-yard punt return, um, which he made – yeah, Must have made was, seven or eight guys miss on that. Yeah, on that he return. just kept wiggling and uh, juking down the field. Uh, and uh, I know uh, the the paper the next day, or maybe uh, even Saturday, uh, Sunday's edition, listed another player running that uh, touchdown back. But it was Jaden Mitchell, yep, it was number Jayden. one, who yep. uh, just had an, another phenomenal game too that night for you two catching the ball and making plays for uh, Catholic High that night. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he had six receptions for 80 yards, two receiving touchdowns, and obviously that, that 49-yard punt return touchdown. I think he had another punt return for about 20 yards earlier too. Um, so, yeah, he had, a, I mean, a, a phenomenal game, a great game for him. Um, you know, and then, you know, still in the third quarter right then and there, uh, then Franklin gets another touchdown uh, to number two again, uh, that, that special special player for him. He is. Um, it was a blown coverage. You know, they, they ran a vertical concept. We kind of left the middle of the field wide open, and, and, you know, that quarterback put it on him where it needed to be, and, and he goes, he went 27 yards for the touchdown. Um, once again, they go for the two-point conversion, um, but our defense shut him down again, which, you know, that's that's huge. A huge, huge play for us to get those stops on two-point conversions. Um, and that really ended the, the scoring for the game. We go into the fourth quarter and kind of just run the clock out, run the ball. Um, well, get, once you hit that 49-6 to six score, I think, uh, that's when the clock operator who was sitting to my left uh, running time. The only time I think the time uh, would stop is either a timeout, I believe, or uh, maybe even a score. Yeah, I think timeouts and, and, and kickoffs and things like that. Um, but, yeah, you know, so we, we kind of just ran the clock out in the, the fourth quarter. Um, we got some young guys in there. Uh, Tylen Sun, who's a freshman, had some pretty good runs. I think he, he ended up with – what did he end up with? Yeah, uh, he had, 37 rushing yards on five rushes. Um, yeah. So, you know, he did a good job. Um, we actually, you know, took a knee at the end of it. So, just to, there was no point in scoring, you know, running the score up on a team. Um, and Franklin got some of their young guys in, too. I talked to their coach after the game. So, you know, he obviously wasn't happy with the way it went. Sure. But, you know, he said – like he said – Things didn't go our way, but it was good to see some of our young guys getting there in, in a Friday night situation. So, so you know, he took the positives out of it too. But, um, you know, I will say this, Coach Tremaine's done a great job over there with those kids from Franklin. Um, since he took over, he's been very successful. They, 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 they're a much more disciplined team. They, they do some good things scheme-wise. Um, so, you know, congratulations to him on, on his job over there and to their kids for what they've done in the past four or five years. Um, 
because you know I was coaching there whenever he took over, and I definitely saw I saw a major difference in the program since he yeah. took over. And you know, coach, uh, your offensive lineman. Let's give him a little shout out. Roan Judice, uh, James Jones, Holden LeBlanc, Drew Desimo, along with William Minville, just did a great job for you all night. The offensive line, initially, like I said, Luca had uh, some people in his face. I mean, they had a pretty good sustained uh, uh, pass rush. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, uh, I guess adjustments being made. And those five guys, uh, Roan Judice, James Jones, uh, Holden LeBlanc, along with Drew Desimo and William Minville, Gave uh, Luke time to uh, throw the football uh, with adjustments to be made. And then I even noticed, correct me if I'm wrong, but you went with a two tight end set, too. It uh, seemed like sometimes during the night uh, with that uh, that offensive line uh, performing the way they did. Yeah, we, um, you know, we always do some two tight end stuff, some 12 personnel. Um, but actually, our, one of our halftime adjustments going into it um, was to go 22 personnel, two backs and two tight ends. Um, just because of the defense they play, you know, they're always a seven-man box. Um, whether we have five linemen or seven linemen, they're going to have seven guys in there. So we, we decided to go with two tight ends, even with the two backs, um, to kind of lengthen the edge, to kind of protect our backside, you know, running power, running zone, all that kind of stuff, so those backside DNs can't crash and make a play from the backside. Yeah, you know, with the left-handed quarterback, uh, as Luke Langtry is, of course, that uh, the left uh, offensive tackle usually protects the right-handers blind side, but now – uh, with a left-handed quarterback, it's that right tackle that's got to protect him from the blind side too. But the Panther offensive line did a fine job that night. Uh, uh, what more can I say? And just I want to give a shout-out to those guys uh, that performed the way they did uh, last Thursday night uh, over at Panther Stadium. So uh, I know you had to be very pleased. I know uh, talking to you uh, with Keith interviewing you uh, after the game, uh, just uh, what can I say is the Panthers – Get a big win too against a quality team, uh, even though their record, I think now is three and five. Uh, uh, just tremendous athletes and uh, some size that they had. You could see it too out there on the field too. And uh, hats off to you and uh, your coaching staff. Uh, a credible job. Well, thank you. Well, you know, going off of what you were saying, you know, con- congratulating the offensive line. I got to say, our D line played phenomenal too. Um, we gave up, I think, 15 rushing yards on like 18 attempts. So you know that's 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 huge by those those D linemen those linebackers in the box. Um, you know that's some some guys that can move, that can make some plays, and our guys you know came downhill, made some great plays all night long. Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to recall did other than the special teams. You know, we talked about that last week, uh, last Monday night, uh, how uh, their special teams. Uh, just uh, like you said, some of their p- poor quality punts uh, put you in great field position. Uh, of course, that was the defense. And, uh, of course, with a team that uh, doesn't have the opportunity to uh, <coughs> kick uh, extra points, uh, have to go for two each time. Uh, and each time the Panther defense kept them out the uh, uh, end zone on uh, unsuccessful two-point plays. Yeah, uh, special teams You know, special teams were great. We knew going into it that had to be a, a, one of the phases of the games where we dominated. Um, you know, I talked about it last year. That 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 was a phase that killed us last year. Um, you know, we, we yeah they gave, scored a couple of late touchdowns to we, beat the Panthers. I know we gave up a kickoff return for a touchdown last year, and then on our kickoff return, we didn't recover the ball, and they That's got right. it, um, which set them up with a with like a five yard field. Um, so you know, special teams killed us last year. So that was one of our our, our focuses going into it, knowing that we we need to win that phase of the game, and and we took care of it. Yeah, certainly did too. <laughs> with that regard, as uh, some of their punts. Uh, just to be quite honest, uh, they went higher than they went far. Uh, yeah, and, you that. know, and the, like I said, on the opposite side of that, you know, Joe LeBlanc had, I think, three punts inside the 10-yard line, which, 
I mean, that helps your defense out so much, getting those guys pinned back because, you know, they, they, they don't want to run their normal offense. They want to try to get out of there, get comfortable. Because um, I think one of them was on the six. One of them was, like, on the maybe on the four-yard line. So, Yeah, great field position uh, the Panthers had most of the night. seemed like you were always in uh, the positive uh, end of the field, uh, even though maybe you had some – short scoring drives but that's part of the game is when you get the ball in that positive side of the field you got to put it in the end zone and uh your team accomplished that uh last thursday night uh with that so uh i'm sure you're proud of your team uh how they played and uh beat a a a team that with a lot of quality athletes some speed and uh panthers only give up 12 points and uh they can put points on the board there's no doubt about that and uh congratulations on a big win but uh with that, uh, we got a big football game this coming Friday night over in the uh, community of Lowerville as we take on the Tigers and Terry Martin's team. Uh, we'll uh, go ahead and take a quick break and come back and talk about the game Friday night and a lot on the line in this game. So with that, you listen to the CHS Coaches Show here on uh, Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back uh, with more about the Lowerville Tigers this coming Friday. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. At Sesta Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sesta Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sesta and Jenny Vize at Sesta Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sesta Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. The tradition continues. Hi, I'm Donald Hennigan with Hennigan Team Dentistry. I, along with my entire team, have served Iberia Parish and the surrounding communities for the past 39 years. I'm happy to announce that my daughter, Dr. Abigail Hennigan Daly, has just recently joined us as a dental associate. Together, we commit to offering the best possible dental care in a relationship of trust and confidence. Call our office today at 364-2156 and allow us to change the way you feel about dentistry. Go Panthers! From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. 
Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And, Coach, a big game Friday night, of course, uh, in a parish rivalry with the Lorville Tigers and Terry Morton and his team. And uh, what can uh, fans who attend the game up in uh, Lorville this coming uh, Friday night, what can we expect from uh, the Tigers offensively and defensively, Coach? Um, you know, offensively, the Tigers are pretty multiple. Uh, you know, they'll play some two tight end sets. They'll play some two backs. They'll play some some ten personnel, one back, four wide receivers. <clears throat> you know, they're very well coached. Uh, I can't say nothing but good things about what Coach Mort, Coach Terry's done since he got over there. You know, his first year there, they went one and nine, and since then they've been competing basically for district championships every year. Um, so, you know, Coach, Coach Terry's done a great job. You know, his staff does a great job, and, and their kids play hard and play well. Um, but like I said, they're pretty multiple in offense. You know, their run game, they base, they base a lot of GT stuff, you know, counter stuff. Um, they'll do some RPOs off of that. They'll oh, they do, some, do a little misdirection too? They'll do some misdirection off of that. Um, but, you know, that, that's the base of their offense. That's what they base everything off of. Um, they throw the ball pretty well too. You know, they're pretty, pretty balanced. Um, I'd say they're probably a little heavier run than pass. Um, but – you know, in certain sets they run more, which is pretty typical. You know, they're 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 twelve personnel, two tight ends, two backs. That's a little heavier run than, than their ten personnel stuff. Um, but like I said, you know, they do, they do a great job with it. They're very tech, technical sound. They do a really good job with their technique. Um, you know, they know what they're doing, and, and it creates problems. You know, it makes it difficult to stop them just because they you know they they execute their game plan so well. And and you know, it should be it should be a tough a tough cha- a big challenge for our defense to try to slow them down. And, you know, they had a big win last Friday night. They took down Ascension Episcopal when I saw the score, and they pretty much dominated. Uh, I can't recall when Ascension might have scored. They beat Ascension 30-9 to over in Youngsville uh, last Friday night. And uh, uh, don't know uh, what turnovers played a part in that game or not. Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, Lorva went out there, and they played a great game. Um, Ascension made some mistakes. Uh, they, got, they got their quarterback got hurt in the third quarter, which didn't help. Um, but, you know, like I said, Lorville went out there. They, they, they earned the game. They earned that win. Um, you know, so, so we know what we're getting into. We know it's going to be a battle, a 48-minute battle. And, you know, hopefully our guys can just execute and go out there and play, play sound football, kind of like we did last week. Um, you know, if we go out there and play like we did last week, it should be, should be one heck of a ball game. Yeah, it should be over in Lorville. And, uh, of course, the Tigers, like the Panthers, see opportunities uh, to have a district championship uh, in their pocket. So uh, it'll be a big grudge game in that regard. So uh, I think the Panthers won the short end of the score last year as Lorville beat Catholic High. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, something like 29 to nothing maybe was that? No, it was, it was a pretty close game. It was I don't, a close I don't game, remember what 20 the, to 17, something like that? I don't remember what like the final that. score was, but I know it was a close game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I think I know Lauraville's won the last three years in a row. Um, so, so, you know, I mean, those guys, they expect to win. They know how to win, and it, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a 48-minute game, and, and, you know, we're going to find a way to try to close things out and try to finish it off um, because, you know, against Franklin, Lauraville was down, I think, 14 points, 21 yeah. points going into I the fourth quarter. 14, I think you're yep. right about that. And they that. found a way to come back and win. I mean, you know, that, that that's a testament to that program. It's a testament to Coach Martin and what those kids have learned to do. You know, they learned, they know how to win ball games, and that's kind of what we're trying to get at Catholic High right now. Um, you know, we made great strides, but, you know, we, we still have a long ways to go um, in that aspect. And, and you know, it's, so like I said, it should be a great game, and hopefully our guys can go out and execute and, and keep it close and, and find a way to win at the end. Yeah, they came back uh, down 14. I think it was 28-14. I was following the game a little bit on score stream, which not always accurate, but pretty accurate. And uh, they end up winning a, a game of uh, 31-28. 
as they took down uh, 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 the, uh, I want to say the uh, the Hornets. The Hornets, yeah. Yep. Uh, so uh, should be an interesting uh, ball game in that regard. So uh, anyway, a lot going for the Panthers. A healthier team, uh, probably as healthy as you ever been, probably even uh, with the uh, opening game back in uh, September or August. For yep, that yep. You know, we're we're very fortunate right now. You know, we have we have one guy. You know, Corson, obviously that we lost um, week three or two. Yeah, uh, week it two, might have been week two, yes. So you know that that's obviously hurt us, but you know some of those young guys have stepped up and and have done some great things. Um, you know, I, I feel bad for Corson as a senior, but you know he's been a great teammate ever since that happened. He, he you know he's been here for everything. The only thing he's missed was when he had his surgery when he was out. Um, but you know he's been supporting his teammates. He's been a great teammate. You know, rooting them on, cheering them on, being positive. Um, so you know I can't say anything, nothing but good things about Carson and what what he's done. You know since his injury, because you know it's easy for a kid to just say, "Oh well, yeah. I'm done." You but know? he's still with the team. And, but he's uh, still a big part of the team. He's still sure. a big part of our success. So you know whatever district champ, if we end up with that, whatever we end up with, you know he he's earned that. He he's a big part of it, and he he's made you know he's made positive contributions even after his injury in, in many ways. And uh, with that, of course, uh, Lorville comes in undefeated in district. Catholic High has that one loss to Ascension Episcopal. So for our listeners, if Catholic High can uh, win this game, uh, of course they'll have one loss in district. Of course, Ascension Episcopal has to play Franklin. Uh, and if the Hornets uh, can pull out a game here, uh, don't know the situation with the uh, quarterback at Ascension Episcopal, the Blue Gators is uh, – <laughs> Uh, we're looking at maybe he might be out for that particular game. Do you know even? I don't know. Okay. Um, you know, I just know he got injured. Um, I don't know the extent of it or how long he'll be out or anything like that. Yeah, fine player for the Blue Gators. And uh, with that, uh, of course, with a Catholic High win uh, Friday night, uh, those uh, three teams will each be uh, with uh, they winning their remaining game the following the last weekend of the regular season. They'll all be tied up at 4-1. and one, So uh, they'd be uh, basically a co-champion. Of course, Ascension plays in the select along with Catholic High and uh, Lorville, of course, playing in the non-select. Uh, they'll head off in a different direction in the playoffs uh, like Catholic High and Ascension will. And I'm sure you're uh, uh, the seniors, juniors, sophomores who play uh, looking forward to this game too, a little payback too, as you mentioned earlier in the broadcast that Lorville has come out on top the last three uh, last three games over the last three years. Yeah, I mean they should be. You know, I mean no one wants to lose to anyone, or at least if you play sports, you shouldn't want to lose. Right. Um, right. So. You know, and, and most of our kids know those guys from Laura. You know, most of them are good friends. Um, you know, obviously there's there's a rivalry, so there's some chit chat all the time. But um, but most of them actually hang out on the weekends and all that kind of stuff. So, so you know, they should be they should be hungry. They should be ready to go, just like the kids from Lauraville are too. Yeah, and the stadium will be packed. And also, coach, is is this your first game on turf this year? This is. This yes. will be the first. Is that any difference uh, with uh, where you might think a little differently on uh, execution and things of that nature? Um, it is a little bit, uh, but I don't think it's, it makes that much of a difference, um, especially the, the the type of turf they have. They have that you know that or, that um that field turf, so it's it's a pretty similar feel to a, a natural grass field um you know but i would say for the most part it doesn't make that that much of a difference yeah so uh with a uh catholic high playing on a turf field of course it's a little spongy too i've walked on that field and it's not like playing on concrete you know in the initial uh turf field no it's that not, not the astro turf yeah that's right uh with that so it has a little spring in it now uh of course the biggest thing is the burns i guess but uh in the meantime uh against the lorville tigers this coming uh 
Friday night we'll have uh, that game on Kane Radio. Uh, airtime will probably be around 610 with the kickoff at 7 o'clock. And uh, so people going to the game uh, over in Lorville this coming uh, uh, Friday night. Uh, uh, look for the stands to be back too, coaches. Catholic High will travel pretty well over to Lorville and Lorville always has a nice crowd for their home games too so yeah I, I sure hope game. so you know I remember back in the day you know when the rivalry was pretty big um when Laura would come to Catholic High and I mean there was standing room only um the tracks were full um on both sides of the stadium you know so I remember those days um now we are a little bit of a smaller school than we were whenever I was in high school playing but um but you know I would, like you said I would expect it to be a, a pretty packed house um you know and it, it should be a great game yeah um, a lot on the line too if you know what yep. I mean so uh, with that uh of course, both teams uh, thinking uh, we're going to come out with a W that Friday night. Of course, uh, uh, the Panthers, that, that'll be uh, the second-to-last uh, regular season game also for Lorville. And I'm trying to recall, uh, recall I think Lorville goes to Delcom. Yep. I, well, think, uh, I guess they go. I know they play Delcom. I don't know where yeah, it's at. I, you're right about that. Not sure either. But in the meantime, Catholic High ends the year with uh, West St. Mary. And you said that game's going to be – We are going to West St. Mary. Okay, yep. in Baldwin – and uh, Ascension Episcopal, I think, uh, will take on uh, Franklin. Again, I'm not sure where that game's going to nope. be played. Yep, I don't know. But uh, three big ball games to end the season, and a lot, of, again, on the line. Of course, the Panthers uh, looking uh, to capture a co-district championship if they can defeat Lauraville. The, all the three schools will be at 4-1, and one, and uh, should be a pretty good ball game this coming uh Friday night uh, uh, in that regard. So, and uh, you mentioned earlier, your team's pretty healthy other than a couple, some bumps and bruises, uh, which is uh, expected this time of the year heading. Uh, and, of course, uh, the uh, playoffs begin. Uh, and right now you mentioned off the air that I think Catholic High is the number six power rating right now in the select. According to Go Preps, that's where we're sitting right now is number six. And I saw with the Louisiana Sports Writers Association I think had y'all at eighth or ninth, uh, I believe, this week. I have no idea. Yeah, that came out uh, yesterday sometime. And uh, (laughs) it looks like the Panthers, uh, I think, uh, I think Lauraville is listed as 11th, uh, getting votes. And Ascension Episcopal was either 12th or 13th, maybe even 14th, as uh, when they got beat by uh, Lauraville 30 to 9 last Friday night. So, uh, interesting contest coming up, Coach. And, uh, Good luck to you uh, this coming uh, Friday night. See if the Panthers can bring back another big W uh, and keep uh, things going, if you know what I mean. Yes, sir. That's the plan. That's right. Anyway, it's time to take another break. You're listening to Kane uh, uh, Radio, CHS Coaches Show here on FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS store. Every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See Center for details. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your door step. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. 
Hi, I'm Corey Avery, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors, and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Arpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach Matt Desimo. And coach, uh, you know, getting uh, football uh, as the Panthers had that big game Friday. But uh, in the meantime, a lot of other things going on at Catholic High. And uh, I know you have some updates on some of the other sports. Yeah, uh, before I jump over to the other sports, I'm going to hit, hit our middle school and JV stuff real All quick. Right. Um, our JV team won again last week against Birchman's 20 to nothing, so that puts our JV record at 6-1. and one. Um, Our final JV game is tomorrow against Lauraville at home at 6 p.m. Um, hopefully we can go out there and finish the season off strong, um, but it's been a great season for our kids. You know, they've worked hard. Um, they don't always get quite as many quite as many accolades as the varsity does, but um, but you know they they put in the time, they put in the work, and they do a great job at practice on scout team and things like that. So I'm happy to see them have all the success they've had. Um, going to middle school, our fifth and sixth graders are playing St. Pius probably right now. They start at 5:30 for their final regular season game of the year. Um, <clears throat> so either way, win or lose, they will be in the championship game. So their fifth and sixth grade championship game will be next Thursday at home against Cathedral. Um, our 7th and 8th graders finished their regular season last week, and they play in their championship game against St. Pius next Wednesday at STM. So both our 7th and 8th grade and 5th and 6th grade teams are in the championship. 7th and 8th grade travel to, to STM on Wednesday. 5th and 6th play at home on Thursday of next week for their championship. And, you know, Coach, I don't wish to put you on the spot, but why don't you give a little shout-out maybe to some of the coaches that coach those young men on, the, on those teams. I don't know if I'm catching you off guard or not. In that regard, these are gentlemen that put in a lot of time. They volunteer their efforts to be out there each afternoon to coach these kids. And also they are doing the games uh, with that. And uh, uh, I don't think they're compensated. I think they're just the love of Catholic yep. eyes, the reason they're out there. Yep. So 7th um, and 8th grade, the head coaches, Bo Desermo, my brother. Um, I know um, – Coach uh, Dr. Tim Viator helps coach the seventh and eighth grade. Um, Rob Smith um, and uh, Chris Bigler that I know of. There might be one or two other guys that help out. Um, and then fifth and sixth grade, Michael Hike is the head coach. Um, some of his assistants are, uh, I believe, Chris Andre, one of the twins. Uh-huh. I think it's Chris. Chris and Mike. Yeah, I think it's Chris. Um, All right. Shane Romero and Cody Mullen. All right. Uh, like I said, there might be one or two more yeah, that I can't Cody think Mullen's of. Cody Mullen's dad's my next door neighbor. Okay. Yeah. Cody Mullen's a year younger than me. We he, we went to school together. We played together in high school. So and a big kid too. He, he's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, all those guys have done a great job with the kids. You know, they work hard. They put in a lot of hours. Um, 
you know, and, and this is a volunteer hours too. Correct yep, me if I'm wrong yep, about that. Volunteer hours. There are some perks that come with it, but sure. for the most part, it it, it is volunteer. Yeah, hours, taking absolutely. time from their work and their jobs to coach those kids yep. each uh, afternoon. Uh, yeah, well, you know, and especially especially like Chris Bigler and Cody Mullen, who don't actually even have kids on the team. You yep, know, so right. so those guys are, are really you know completely volunteering. You know, going out there coaching other people's kids. You know, so that's that's great to see. Um, but you know, they do a great job, all of them, and, and, and we're very appreciative of it. Sure. Um, you know, they help help to prepare those guys for the varsity level for us in the future. Um, so so it's great. Yeah, let's give a rundown of some of the other sports and activities that take place at Catholic High. Yep, so right now volleyball, obviously, they're, they're still in the swing of things. Um, they're 28-9 overall. Uh, they had a tough loss to Notre Dame last week in five sets. Um, they also beat Abbeville in three sets um, last week. This week upcoming, they have Central Catholic today. They're playing at Central Catholic today. Um, they're hosting St. Martinville tomorrow, and then they are at Westminster on Wednesday. Um, and that finishes off their regular season normal games, and I think their final regular season will, <coughs> stuff will be this weekend at the ESA Spooktacular Tournament that they host every year, which normally has some, some pretty good competition. Sure. Um, and I believe that they start their playoffs next week. Um, and they are currently number five in PowerPoints according to gopreps.com. All right. So they're finishing things up. Um, Kind of the same thing with all our other fall sports. Uh, Cross country had their district meet earlier today. I would assume it's over. I think it started like 3.30, 4 o'clock. Um, so they competed today. Swimming has a meet tomorrow at the Robo Show Center, and their district swim meet is next week on the 31st. All right. So that wraps pretty much, you know, pretty much all our fall sports are kind of, kind of, you know, winding down. Um, so that that's really all that's going on right now. Um, as far as this week goes, we do have standardized testing on the high school on Wednesday of this week. <clears throat> uh, we have our normal mass on Thursday. Uh, we do have a pep rally on Friday at 2:20 um, for the game. It's our it's our annual glow pep rally. So right. you know, kids are all lined up in that. <clears throat> um, and we do have an open house on November 15th coming up. That's you know always a good thing. You know, we get pr- prospective students coming in, seeing things. Parents coming in get to ask questions. Um, so that's coming up. That's that's always like I said, a, bit, a big time thing for us to try to get you know new families in things like that. Um, last thing I gotta say is thank you to all the donors for everyone that that participated in our golf, golf tournament, tournament this past weekend. You know all of our sponsors, our players, everything. It was you know it was a great turnout. We had a great time. Um, I think everyone enjoyed themselves, and, and it was just a you know a great all around outing. Yeah, so uh, great things going at Catholic High, uh, Coach. Uh, good luck to you Friday night. Kane Radio will be there for the uh, football game Friday uh, night over in Lorville. Uh, airtime will be around 6.10 with the kickoff at 7 o'clock. And, uh, Coach, good luck to you. See if the Panthers can bring home another W uh, this coming uh, Friday. And, uh, of course, we'll have you back on next Monday to talk about that game and other activities at Catholic High. Yes, sir. Anyway, uh, with that, as always, the CHS Coaches Show was brought to you in part by Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Cestral Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, uh, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, uh, Dr. Rosen's Wigs Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. With that, we'll say good night and God bless. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. 
Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman soon. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. 